This is my first ever in-game live stream video for Lockdown Blues. And the Blues are up 2-0. I'm going to talk about some of the success I've seen on the ice so far. And I'm going to also talk about the draft and what Bannister is doing that Baruby just didn't do. This is all coming up here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to Locked On Blues here, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host of Locked On Blues, Haley Taylor Simon, your team every day. The Blues are exciting me. And why is that? Well, it is for many reasons. Number one, they're up 2 nothing against the Dallas Stars, and I will talk about that. They are also have a new coach in Drew Bannister that is making these guys play their best hockey yet. And the draft is heavy on my mind, not just because I'm going, but because of the possibilities that the Blues can achieve from this upcoming draft and the importance of it. I do want to let you know, because today is Wednesday, that today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. St. Louis, I am having some fun right now. I don't know about you, but being up 2-0 against the Dallas Stars is a pretty big deal. I have to say, this Blues team has been playing significantly better hockey and hockey that I'm not used to seeing out of them. I'm used to seeing a team that sometimes is a little lackadaisical on the ice, okay? I'm used to seeing a team that doesn't always take these big chances, but yet they've been able to do so. Jake Neighbors scores in the first period about with one minute remaining, and he puts the Blues up one nothing. He was assisted by my boy, Scott Perunovich, and in the second period, about 10 minutes in, this just happened, uh, Marco Scandella got his second goal of the season, assisted by Kasper Kapanen, and again, Scotty Perunovic. So Perunovic has already had two assists tonight, so I guarantee that he will be one of uh, the stars of the game. I know. There is still plenty of time left, about six minutes left in the second period, and of course you have the whole entire third period. But right now, this has been one half of hockey when you do the math and you divide up all the minutes and I'm impressed. I really am. This is a team that is able to really come together in that tonight. We do have Joel Hofer and right now, currently he has made 24 saves and uh, the blues have only um, shot on at 17 times with two of them being successful against Wedgwood in Dallas. I love the St. Louis Blues team. This is a very fun team, an exciting team. And I have to say, as the game continues to go on and on, I am just seeing so many better things about this team as of lately. The reason why I am doing an in-game podcast, you might be wondering, Haley, what is the point of doing an in-game episode? Well, I feel like you always get my like pre-game reactions, my post-game reactions, but how about an in-game reaction? 
I think that this is the most relevant way to hear how I feel about this Blues' team right now. I think the offense is playing outstanding. I think the defense is looking aggressive, and that is something that I have yet to see, but I am seeing that as of lately. Colton Pareko is a player that I was really tough on when I first began doing Locked On Blues, and he has improved significantly. I mean, all of the guys, I can't think anything bad about them right now because they have been playing extremely hard and tough hockey um, against this Dallas team. But it goes beyond the game. It goes beyond tonight. It goes with this whole entire season. And why my friend who's played 33 games, all 33 games, Jake Neighbors has impressed me this season. He's had 11 goals and two assists, giving him 13 points. He is the third. Um, he scored the third most goals uh, so far this season on the Blues. Above him was Pavel Buchnevich, and then, of course, Robert Thomas, the 13. When you look at points this season, you have Robert Thomas, and then you have Pavel Buchnevich, and then you have Jordan Cairo, then followed by Kevin Hayes. Justin Folk, Tori Krug, Braden Sod, uh, Braden Shen, Oscar Sunquist, and then Jake Neighbors, Colton Pareko, Nick Letty, you name it. But the reason why I am saying that it is Jake Neighbors' season, it's because of the goal scoring. I mean, 11 goals is not a minor thing. He definitely has been on fire as of lately. So I am absolutely impressed with how neighbors has been playing. He is one of those players where I truly believe he is the future of this team. And I said that all along, you know, when he was with the Thunderbirds, I said, when he comes up and he's on the blues, he is going to be one of their top playmakers because that is how talented Jake neighbors is. I think it's fair to say, yes, sometimes he gets overshadowed. Okay, yeah, he doesn't have the most points on the team. He, maybe he's not a presence that's not always noticed, but he is always playing 100% every single game. And that is something that you cannot take away from Jake. And that is the kind of player he is. And you knew that when you got him, that he was going to be a player that did nothing but represent the Blue Note in the most promising way. And I think tonight, with him getting the leading goal against the Dallas Stars, once again... It just goes to show that this is a guy that you need to have on your team, a player that is successful on the ice, a player that is successful for the team. It's not even just him individually. He is such a good team player, the passes that he makes. And, you know, if you really look at a style of play, it goes beyond him individually. So um, that is something that I also want to point out is that he is just one of the best, best, best guys to have on your team. And that goal by uh, Marco Scandella was an absolute beaut, as you could say, in a little hockey lingo. And I love when defensemen score. It's probably one of the coolest things because when defensemen score, it's more rare than anything because usually the defensemen don't score as much. But man, that goal was a beauty. And it was a little bit of a sniper, but um, it's always good seeing Marco play well, and uh, he certainly did that. So I enjoyed it, but it was scandalous. Is, is that a word? Um, <laughs> and another thing that I also want to point out was Scandella's, uh goal 
uh, there is a screen by neighbors. So neighbors is right in front of the net. And I think that that is another thing is that Jake is going to the net. And that's why I am saying it's Jake neighbors season, because even if Scandela's, you know, shot didn't go in neighbors have easily tipped it in. So it's one of those things where neighbors hockey IQ is prominent and it is showing it is better than ever. And I just think that this is a player overall that has shown me nothing but determination and success on the ice. And I want to know what you think. Do you think Jake Neighbors is one of the most valuable players on the team? If I were to rate maybe valuability, if that's a word, I would go Robert Thomas, Pavel Buchnevich, uh, Jake Neighbors, and then Jordan Bingington because you need to have your goalie up there, right? But Robert Thomas is always my number one guy. It's always Robert Thomas season. I am not changing that out of the bio, by the way, for Lockdown Blues. On my Lockdown Blues Twitter page, it literally has. It's Robert Thomas season because it is always Robert Thomas season. Being said, it is also Jake Neighbors' season because he has been proving to all of us that he's able to play some pretty good hockey consistently. And that's another thing. It's the consistency of him is that he is somebody that has, oh, no, Scandella just took a high stick to the nose and is bleeding. So it will be a four-minute power play. The thing with the Blues is they're finally scoring on the power play while they're, like, 31st in the NHL, and it's, like, not good. Um, It's evident that their power play has been improving. And I'm going to talk about why I think that Drew Bannister has something to do with that. Um which is crazy. So I am going to talk all about that. This has been like the fastest like opening segment. Usually I feel like it doesn't take this fast, but I'm just so excited about the blues. Okay. I'm going to let you know about game time. Sometimes it's a little frustrating when you're trying to buy tickets because of the experience, not because of the event, but the experience. And you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seats, and the best price guarantee, Game Time takes that guesswork out of buying tickets. Last-minute tickets, flash deals, and zone deals. Okay, whoa, explain. Well, in Game Time, they always want you to have the best deal when it comes to your tickets. So they do things like they have the flash deals where the ticket that's already discounted is discounted even more because game time truly wants you just to have a good experience. And um, you can get tickets even when you're in the parking lot. So right before the event, if you're just waiting in the parking lot for the prices to drop, you can still buy tickets with game time. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. The draft is heavy on my mind. So the 2024 NHL draft is quickly approaching. Okay, like I know it's over like half a year away. But it doesn't mean my mind isn't going in a million directions of like, okay, what do the Blues need? Who do the Blues need? What is going on? And I will be your voice of reason right now because I love draft talk. If I could talk about the draft 24-7, I would. But it's one of those things where, you know, this is something where I 
feel like it's important to kind of talk about right now and uh, kind of just get us a little bit familiar with who are different players that the Blues could get. So right off the top of my head, it is, and this is um, in the NHL simulator. It's literally called like NHL mock draft. And right now, this is a Czechoslovakian player. And his name is Adam Yigerich. And the thing about Adam is, is that he is a right-handed defender. And I think that um, the thing about Adam is he is a two-way defender. And he has that availability to chip in on the rush, right? And here's another thing. The thing with the Blues and why this is so important is having a solid two-way defender. It is because when you think about the longevity of this team and you think about what they could do to really succeed, having a guy that's able to play solid defense and yet able to play solid offense is something that the Blues have missed out on. This is a team that is notorious to having a weaker defense. This is a team where defense needs to be a priority. And I don't believe that it is so crazy for me to say, hey, maybe let's take a step back. Maybe this isn't so much of a bad thing. Maybe this is a good thing because right now the Blues, they really need somebody to step up a little bit. Um, You know, it's funny, but when you have... Um, different players, right, where they could be beneficial on both sides of the ice, that's who you want to go after. And I, I don't want the Blues to go after a player that is, you know, only a solid defender or only, you know, a solid forward. I need the Blues to seriously go after players that are extreme in both ways. And you know what sucks well, not like sucks, but there's this other uh, player that I like a lot. And I know he's going to go early in this draft. And his name is Sam Dickinson. And the thing I liked about Sam Dickinson, he's in the OHL right now. He's a left-handed defender. Um, he's on the London Knights, and he has an excellent frame. He's 6'3", 194 pounds. And his defense actually is said to be some of the best in the class. And this is my thing. I know. I just know the Blues well enough to know that they're not going to get a, one of the first five draft picks. I just know that's not going to happen. The draft lottery sucks because it never works out in that way. But I'm not saying that Adam isn't a good player. He is definitely a player that the Blues could utilize. But when you have a player that is so valuable as Sam Dickinson that could truly be on the team next season if they drafted him with this draft, um, it's frustrating, but when you think about the teams that are the worst in the NHL this year, you think the Blackhawks, you think the Sharks, you think the Ducks, you could even argue going as the Blue Jackets. There's there's a group of teams that have really been struggling, so I'm not surprised that it's probably looking like the Blues won't get that, you know, the top five, but it is something to keep in mind that as the draft is quickly approaching, because it is quickly approaching. I mean, we're almost a half a year away from it. 
And I know, Haley, you know, it's like not even mid-season of the, you know, NHL, blah, blah, blah. You're talking about the draft because I want you to be aware of what I'm looking at. I don't think the Blues are going to win the cup. Okay. Anything can happen. I know that. I just don't think that's going to happen this season. But what I am looking ahead to is the future of this team and what they need to have in order to succeed. So, yes. Is it a little premature me looking ahead to the draft? Sure, you can say that. But at the same time, I want you to be aware of why I kind of want those lower draft picks. I don't want the Blues to lose. That's not what I'm saying. I just wouldn't be upset if they were able to get those lower draft picks uh, to get those valuable players. But again, I can understand how it might look like I'm saying I want the Blues to lose. I do not. But what I do want you to do is to listen to me talk to you about FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit Fandle.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Fandle, official partner of the NFL. Finally, let's talk about what Drew Bannister has been doing that's been really helping the Blues and why I feel like this team is playing to a much better level. Um, Unfortunately, by the way, Dallas scored, so now it's 2-1 with... um. A minute and 30 left in the second period. So that sucks. So anyways, Drew Bannister has lit a fire underneath this team. He has made this team fight. He has made them fight for every single point. And I'm not just talking about the points within the game. I am talking about the points of being a St. Louis Blue. I am talking about the fact that he has shown this team that if you're not going to play well, you're going to be benched. I mean, for crying out loud, he did bench at Pavel Buchnevich. So that says something. So it is a little bit of maybe an eye-opener that the players maybe just weren't responding to Barubi. Now, that is something I speculated a couple months ago, but I didn't want to actually say that that was true because I do love Barubi. I feel like the way that this all went down sucked, but there was no easy way to get rid of a beloved coach. I think the way that Drew Bannister has been coaching, it's a very interesting approach because I don't think that he's coddling the guys in any way, but at the same time, I don't think he's being overly harsh. I think he's just being stern and to the point. I don't know what goes on in the locker room. I'm not in the locker room, but either way, these players are absolutely responding to Bannister. And that is something that as a fan, I am so happy about. I think what this Blues team is, they're working with a little to make it a lot. What do I mean? Okay. Well, we know the defense isn't the best, but your Bannister has been able to make the defense perform a heck of a lot better. The power play is not good, but yet the Blues are scoring on the power play as of lately. Is this a new era of the Blues? Are they now finally playing some brilliant hockey because they have a coach that knows how to work with them. Yeah, you could say that. 
could you argue that this is still very new for the guys on the blues and um, it's going to take time to truly evaluate how Bannister is as a coach? Absolutely. There is no right or wrong answer when it comes to this question. I'm simply just stating what I am observing. I am observing a team that is playing a lot better hockey. I'm observing a team that looks more determined on the ice, that looks more lively on the ice, and doesn't look as lazy on the ice. That is something else that I've noticed about the Blues is sometimes they appear to be a little bit um, lackadaisical on the ice. And um, right now, the Blues and the Stars, they have 20 minutes left, and the Blues are up 2-1, by the way. So... I am feeling good about this game. And this was a game that I went into saying, I don't think the Blues are going to win because why would I think that? Um, They had a good third period against obviously the Blackhawks, but they had a bad game for the first 40 minutes. And that's Chicago. The Dallas Stars are an incredible team. And that's the team that I predicted to win the Stanley Cup this year, which I hate because I don't like Dallas, but I can respect a good hockey organization, a good hockey club and a good team. I think that there's a lot of work that the Blues need to do. I think that it goes beyond coaching. I think it goes beyond, you know, the players on their roster. I think that there is a lot of factors that go into the success of the St. Louis Blues. And I'm not somebody that's going to sit here and overanalyze every single little thing. But I can say that the way that the Blues have been playing since Drew Bannister took over is a lot different than how they played for Craig Berube, which upsets me excites me and confuses me because I'm confused as to why they couldn't play this way the entire time. I'm upset because they didn't play this way for Barubi, but I'm excited because it is finally nice to see the St. Louis blues playing some really good competitive hockey games. And sometimes a change of a coach, it can change the whole team. We know that better than anything when Barubi came uh, during the 2018, 2019 season. So It is what it is. Coaches come, coaches go. But at the end of the day, there's only one goal and one expectation, and that is to be champions yet again. It may not be this season, as I stated, but definitely in the future, I could see the Blues being a contending team. And they're not a bad hockey team. They have talent. So I think that um, they really just need to utilize that talent And they have, you know, the younger guys that are playing in the world, juniors, by the way, and they've been doing a good job. I know nothing really went on today, but, um, Jimmy Snuggerguard, um, Snuggerug, I always mess up his name because I always get, it's my dyslexia. Fun fact. He snug, I'm just gonna call him Snuggy because that's easier for me. He was playing phenomenal and everyone's like, oh my God, who is this guy? I'm like, he's the St. Louis Blues. So I'm just saying that there is a lot to be excited about with this team in the future of the Blues. With that being said, I'm going to watch the Blues take care of business and defeat those Dallas Stars in the third period. And I hope this doesn't age badly for me. With that being said, I will talk to you tomorrow. And as always, how I end every one of my episodes, let's go Blues.